First came Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and Super Mario Brothers. And now, the ultimate retro nostalgia throwback game. I present to the world, Alex Jones' New World Order Wars. They're turning the friggin' frogs game. I'll eat your ass. You Nazi scum. Let's free the Patriots and defeat the globalist tech teams. We are going to defeat the globalists very bigly. This game is mostly peaceful. Woo! You, you still want to do more of these morons? We have news to be in front of Okay. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, boy. Let me check my levels here. All right. So this is Good Times Culture Podcast. And actually, this is also known as the faithfully curious podcast. That's kind of a new, uh, new slogan I'm going with. We, uh, we are slapping your, uh, amygdala and, uh, you know, your pineal gland. We're, we're, we're squeezing that thing, trying to get that thing going and blasting the Holy spirit worldwide every Wednesday night here. Um, I have a couple, uh, couple guests, returning guests. I have Gail over in Georgia. How you doing, Gail? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Nice. Welcome back. And I have Tony. I have Tony Word sitting on the couch in studio here. How you doing? Tony? Super. Nice. All right. What do you guys? <laughs> that uh, I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, and we got the studio jet studio dog checking in here, Hank. Uh, but uh, I thought that. <laughs> yeah, that's Hank over there. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> he needs a he needs a mic or something. But yeah, um, he's wagging the tail big time. <laughs> yeah, come on over. Oh, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny that uh, Alex Jones uh, video game. Say hi, Hank. New World Order. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got uh, we got an awesome show kind of lined up here. I got, uh, of course, usually weird news. I, we're going to dip into the political. I got some discussion um, articles we can go through, and uh, definitely some some Holy Spirit encouragement here. So we're going to start this out with uh, a little uh, appetizer, and this is Tom McDonald once again. Uh, this is called Superman, and um, I guess I will preface this with saying, uh, you know, after you guys listen to this. The first thing I thought of was, you know, he's talking about uh, Jesus, but he's calling him Superman. So take it, take a listen, see what you guys think. Cool. Unlock my phone and watch the world die. They cry into God while they run for their lives. Blood in the streets, bombs in the sky. Goodbye. I hope you had dreams come true. I hope they see in their crosshairs what I see in you and I hope and I pray that's all I can do 
understand who is good or bad. They don't care as long as you got all your sense. We need something fast. We need something bad. More than guns and tanks. Where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Turn on the news and watch the world fight. Thousands of men making widows of wives. I'll be home soon. Walked off in the night. Goodbye. I will remember you. I know it should be shot in their men just like you, but I hope and I pray 'cause that's all I can do. Understand who is good or bad? They don't care as long as you got all your sense. We need something fast. We need something bad. More than guns and tanks. Where is Superman? Oh, where is Superman? Oh. What do you guys think of that one? Who is that again? This is Tom McDonald. Uh, he's like an independent uh, YouTube uh, artist. He's been putting out lots of uh, lots of uh, pattern noticing music, which I really appreciate. He's um, I love it. It's M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Uh Just uh, M A C. Yep, Tom McDonald. It's got a like a lot of his songs are more kind of a hip hop, you know, rap kind of stuff but um he does do these uh these ballad type things which uh it's kind of cool. interesting yeah i you know i really like the melody but i obviously like uh, him talking about praying and god and oh yeah stuff, so the word I, I tell you what i always recommend to people though that reminds me a little bit of the crash test dummies huh. superman song <laughs> Listen to him last night. <laughs> In fact, you remember on that album, it also had the mmm song and huh. yep. God shuffled his feet. Um, yep. <laughs> that was a really good album, I thought. Huh. All right, yep, well. I was listening to that just not last night, night before last. And I still enjoy my, my tunes. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, same here. I, 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 I listen to music way more than I ever watch television. Mm-hmm. I bet I listen to music at mm-hmm. least nine to one. Yeah. yeah I and I don't even have a TV or a computer, you know, it's like, and I wouldn't use it if I did. So, uh, you know, I keep giving them away when they give them to me, well, but yeah, I like the tunes. Yeah. I, I like the silence more than anything. Yeah. I like I like my racing, so that's the only reason I have cable is for to get the racing Formula One. Yeah, exactly, Formula (laughs) One. Cool, yeah, yeah. We uh, we missed out. Uh, It was in Vegas a couple weeks ago. Jeez, I would have liked to go to that. It sounded like the tickets. Oh, but it was way too expensive. I know people that did go. Oh yeah, and said it. They they felt really ripped off. Actually, did they say how much? Anybody say no? Because yeah. I I did a my brother-in-law, so I don't know. I I know I was I was thinking. I mean, real close a couple of years ago to going to the Texas um, whatever the Formula One stop is there, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that bad. That's I mean, the one of America. The track uh, it was 
three you get a three day pass mm-hmm. and it was I think it was three fifty for three days. Wow. But you know, that gets you like you basically there's a concert every night at the end of the you know, practices and you get the full race day. It seemed like kind of a cool deal to me. It was a lot more actually to stay. Like the housing was a lot more in Texas than the you know, the Formula One tickets. Mm. Anyway. But uh yeah, let's jump right I into think it. all of those things are now overpriced for, you know, what you get. And a lot of the concerts that you go to now they're, you know, using uh stealth technology on the audiences. And um, you know, it's like, man, you really whew, if, if people knew, you know, you here's, just gotta here's um here's a little example of what we're talking about. Find everything cool. we need today? Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. No. Everything okay, ma'am? Uh, it's just that you've only scanned a few items and it's already 60 bucks. I'm so scared. Okay, I'm a trained professional, ma'am. I've scanned a lot of groceries. I need you to stay with me. It's just that my in-laws are in town and they want a charcuterie board. Well, this isn't going to be easy, so I need you to be brave, all right? What's your name? Patricia. Patricia, all right. I need you to take a deep breath. We're about to do the cheese. <gasps> oh, my God. The numbers are going up so fast. Why do we have to be a Balderson's house? Don't look up there. It only makes it worse. Keep your eyes on me, okay? (laughs) Can't you just scan something less expensive? I can, but let's not forget. It's the little things that add up, all right? Now brace yourself. I'm about to do the mixed nuts. Oh, my God. I'm going to pass out. Okay, bite down on this, Patricia. Get ready. I'm going to do the cured meats. Stop. I can't do this anymore. It's too late. There's a line behind you, okay? You're locked in. I know it looks like a lot right now, but I promise you, you're going to get home and you're going to wonder, what did I even buy? (laughs) (laughs) You've got this, Patricia. Get ready. I'm going to weigh the grapes. (laughs) Oh, what have you done to me, you son of a... Okay, your total's (laughs) 257.84. Oh, man, it's... It's funny, but it's like I feel that pain, man. Yeah, but I you know what, though? I can't leave Costco without spending 200 bucks. Oh, man. dude, I'm scared to even go in Costco. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, week to week over here. <laughs> there is no stocking yeah, up. Well, yeah. that's the only problem with Costco is some of the stuff. It's too big. I mean, how many how many people need a gallon of mustard? You know, I mean, <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump into our segment here. Ready? Let's go. Ready. Okay. This um, this is, uh, I think his name's Anthony Huberman, and he's a scientist, and uh, it's on the Cameron Haynes uh, YouTube channel if you guys want to check it out, but... I just wanted to give him credit because I'm always kind of uh, kind of looking down and talking crap about scientists and technologists and how they're, you know, basically anti-God. You know, they believe that they're going to, you know, create a better humanity and all these things that they, they uh, pipe dream on. But um, yeah. check this guy out. He uh, is, I thought it was a fascinating conversation, the whole thing, by the way. I absolutely cool. pray. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that he's a scientist. The idea, but also what for me is really a deep belief, which is that we can't control everything. We're not in as much control as we think we are, and that the magnificence of biology and the magnificence of 
of nature is um, it, it's imp- it's impossible to, for me to conceive how that could be come about any other way. It just is. Now, yeah, I mean, I think that you know, full stop. Who do you pray to? Uh, that's an interesting one because I think uh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I absolutely do. I've actually started reading the Bible recently, start mm-hmm. to finish. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's my duty to like learn and in some sense compare Old and New Testament. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like really, I'm really interested in the stories, but I'm also, I'm fascinated by the story of us, right? And, and the story of everything. And so, but yeah, I pray out loud in the morning, um, sometimes again in the middle of the night if I wake up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's only recently that I've been doing this more often. It's given you peace. Oh my goodness. It's given me so much. It's given me peace. And you know, this is going to sound weird and probably people are going to be like, what are you talking about? If this, it, it, it works, Mm -hmm. it works. There's a, there's a way in which certain things I was grappling with, you know, um, I just couldn't resolve. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. And it was all internal and I just couldn't do it. What, how were you trying to resolve these things? Like have an answer? Yeah. Discipline myself. I mean, it wasn't like I was super, uh, you know, undisciplined. I mean, obviously I have a lot of self-discipline, but yeah. you know, I, like I, I always pray, you know, I want to remove my defects of character. I want to, um, you know, I, I certainly pray for other people. Um, I, I mostly, you know, these days I pray for the ability to really harness as much care and love for other people and for myself, something I haven't been that good at Mm -hmm. in my lifetime um, in order to be able to put the best possible work into the world Mm. to really serve. Like I really see myself as serving higher power. Mm -hmm. Nice. So I I definitely want to give him a shout out. That's uh, I appreciate, uh, you know, him being that honest because uh, a lot of these scientists, their egos, you know, we were talking about ego a little bit before the show and your ego. Yeah, is, what's his name again? That is, gosh, I want to say Anthony. It's, it, it's Huber, Huberman. Huberman. H-U-B-E-R-M-A-N. Yeah. And it's actually on the Cameron Haynes uh, YouTube channel. And it's called. Well, he did bring up something that was actually in the Bible that he, like he recently found it out, mm-hmm. but it says in the Bible numerous times in, in in different ways, seek the truth in all things. The truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. All the things are about truth. So if yeah. God is the light and the truth and the way, well, it's truth and you're supposed to seek God, lo- love God, get to know God. It's all about truth. So people exactly. aren't looking for the truth like mm-hmm. they should. That's our job. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. You know, we talked a little bit about it before the show, too, that the, the problem that, you know, the people with Holy Spirit in their hearts and, you know, have this faith is that there is uh, a whole segment of entities that are lying to us constantly, you know, trying to deceive us uh tell us narratives that aren't true, that contradict our, uh, you know, observed uh, patterns. That's the hardest part is I completely agree with you. But, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, I guess we, we allow those, those entities to come into us 
it's not like they they can do it without our you know approval mm-hmm. but um it's very tough to decipher because there's just you know there's one truth but many lies <laughs> type of thing you well, know so right. How, it's, it's however, really tough the, the bible no, does need to be read with discernment because there's over 2,400 authors to it. Mm-hmm. What are the odds that since it's been retranslated numerous times, there hasn't been necessarily an equivalent word for every mm-hmm. language and all. So the idea that it's all exactly true literally isn't proper to me, mm-hmm. especially since it's all taught in, well, they say parable, but that's basically metaphor. A lot of it, yeah. You know, and, and you know, when you consider it, the fact that when you say the Bible, you know, most people don't understand that there's hundreds of versions of the, quote, English Bible. Mm-hmm. And they go back centuries, generations, and it's been adapted, like you say, and so forth, you know. But it's important, I think, for a lot of people to understand, too, that, you know, not to assume that the Bible means what they think. Oh no, it, it does means not. for them. You know, in, in, I mean, in fact, Hollywood. You got to study Hebrew and 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 some of the old, um, uh, you know, like the Shakespearean uh, Genesis Bible and and uh, especially you know Hebrew. I mean, it's good to know to study all of those religions and oh, yes. beliefs. But you the, know, to learn more about the Bible, what them. they did when you even think about it, they on purpose altered it with the King James version. Now, why do we have the King James exactly. version? Okay, well, that exactly. was to actually make it more friendly to commerce. Hmm. Yep. People often don't realize what the definition of commerce is. It's actually hmm. war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm exactly. Serious. It always made yeah, me think out. of, uh, there was a show way back in the day called Get Smart. And one time, you know, 99 and 86 was Max and 99 and 86 were talking and Max had lost his job and she's going, well, what will you do, Max? He says, well, I've been trained to be cunning, vicious, vicious and ruthless, a real killer. Not enough for a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> well, so when uh, are you going to tell us your angel story? Come on, Holly, let's, let's get it out. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. So uh, basically, I went. Uh, I went over the handlebars on my mountain bike uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, oh, that hurts. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was a very interesting chain of events. Uh, you know, I'll just I'll just go as quick as I can, but start from the beginning, the whole way up, uh, with my buddies, I was talking about the, uh, the fallen ones and the Elohim mm-hmm. kind of, the, oh, I, that's why. yeah. And I think, you know, I, did we talk about that a little bit in the last episode, the, the Elohim uh, and yes, Elo, yes, yeah, yeah. And so I was kind of discussing that. Well, I was basically, a. Uh, I was (laughs) puking all over them with my uh, knowledge, but (laughs) at one point, you know, the ride went good, did all the technical stuff. No problem. We were coming back on, uh, just the flat trail. It was at Sycamore Canyon in uh, Malibu. That's my favorite one, man. Anybody's, (laughs) uh, any locals know about it, but, and I, I go to put my 
uh, seat post up because it's got like a thumb button that will raise and lower your seat post for you automatically. Mm-hmm. But mine sticks. Yeah. So I, I was standing up and trying to pull, trying to push that uh, thumb button and I hit my front brake and that's what sent me over. Oh. oh boy. But the funny thing was, is I was, as I was literally doing that, I was yelling at my buddy in front of me. This is exactly what I needed. And I mean, I couldn't even get need needed out. Boom. I go over face first. Uh, I don't think I hit my head, but uh, my palms, both my palms were bruised. Yeah. And so, so I, I basically slammed into the ground, kind of laid, laid there for a second and got up and was able to actually kind of pedal away, but I, I wasn't feeling well. And about, a, you know, maybe I'd say maybe a hundred feet later, uh, you know, I could tell I just, you know, I needed to take a break. So I, I told my buddies, keep going. I'm going to drink some water. And uh, I'm trying to drink water and I start getting dizzy. And I'm just like, whoa, this is weird. So I try to like, I tell myself I'm going to, this is kind of where it starts to get fuzzy. I tell myself I'm just going to take a walk and um, try to walk this off. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I probably got 20 feet from my bike and uh, three riders come up the hill. And one of the guys, you know, and, you know, just so you guys put this in kind of, uh, so you can kind of visualize it. I'm basically staggering around like I'm drunk, Mm. like back and forth sideways, you know, Mm. like, and the guy comes up over the hill and he's like, whoa, 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 you, you okay? And, you know, I remember saying, oh yeah, I'm good. You know, and (laughs) as I'm like almost falling, like total drunk kind of feeling, and uh, he's like, no, no, you're not, man. You know, why don't you come over here and sit down? And it was three riders. And the one guy goes, it was Ron and Ty was his name. The the two riders that I, I got the names from. But Ron proceeded <laughs> to tell me that he's a search and rescue uh, paramedic mm-hmm. and that, he's, <laughs> that I'm in good hands. He sits me down and he's kind of doing the battery test of, you know, concussion stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, uh, the one guy, uh, he was kneeling down as I was sitting. The guy was, the other guy, Ty, was standing up and he goes, I, I, dude, he goes, I, I place angels over you. Mm-hmm. He says this to me. And I kind of wow. look up at him and I'm like, oh, thanks. Wow. Thanks, man. I need that. And the next sequence, the uh, Ron, the search and rescue guy goes, okay, what's your name? You know, he's kind of doing this battery test. And I go, my name's Ty. And that's when the guy standing up that just told me I put angels over you goes, my name's Ty, which is pretty weird coincidence. And, uh, and the whole time, uh, you know, I'm kind of dizzy. I'm, I'm feeling a little better at that point, you know, but, uh, you know, it was, so all that happened, you know, I, I thank Ron and Ty tremendously, uh, I, you know, I want to attribute it to angels and stuff, but there, there was actually humans that did that. So I, I want to say thank you to those guys. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't really know how bad it would have been if those guys did not come up literally at that split second, you know, could have been very, very dangerous and I, bad. I would have, I would have fell down and hit my head again. Probably is what I'm thinking. Oh, totally. Or not not come to or could have had a great deal more in it. But you know what? You were, you were lucky. I've seen your videos. I watch them all. And I'll <laughs> tell you what, those drop-offs and steep old things that you go up and down and those curvy 
slick things in it. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it absolutely has to be bone-rattling. And for you to get so close to the edges, you were extremely fortunate, not lucky at all. They were guiding you. They mm-hmm. always do. And and you were they were on your shoulder that that day for sure oh, absolutely Sycamore Canyon was always my favorite to mountain bike it's I used magic to go in there, there regular there mm-hmm. and I'll bet you I've seen at least twenty people carried out of that yep. canyon wow, the park service comes in and that's why it's such a wide road yep. there they can drive so in. they can take their wow. cars and ambulance and whatever else out there but usually what wow. it is it's the it's the ones that uh, it seems like after they do the water crossings when it's, it's mm-hmm. there and somehow, I don't know, maybe it it's part of it, but that's usually where they seem to get hurt. doesn't take much. I was going slow on a flat ground, you know, on the flat road. <laughs> and I, you know, I had, I had, you know, already clocked in 30 miles an hour going downhill on the trail. Yeah. That was no problem. But like, well, I seen, I seen a guy once after the fact didn't see it happen got there shortly after you know where the paved part is from Potrero down yep and he was going down that and he wasn't prepared it was his first time there the brakes faded out and he ended up crashing both arms broken oh my gosh yeah Yeah. no you that's straight up straight down oh that is so tough (laughs) man uh, and boy is it ever hard to up. It's called the it's called the black bitch yeah. <laughs> for a reason. So I, you know, there is a, a weird uh, revelation that came with all this, and this is probably where it starts to get weird. Uh, I came back Saturday, uh, was washing Hank, mm-hmm. and I'm washing him, and I'm not thinking about really. I'm kind of thinking about how lucky I am. I'm being, you know, I'm great thinking, grateful things like, wow, this is, this could have been so bad. Thank you. And as I'm watching him, it just all comes into me as, as a instantaneous, like download. There's no voices, no, no sentence structure. (laughs) It just just drops into my head, Gail, that, that, uh, by me, I, di- I didn't really talk crap about the Elohim, but I the way that I was talking about them and the fallen ones was not appropriate. And this is, you guys set me straight if I'm going crazy here on this one, but the angels told me that it wasn't appropriate the way I was addressing the fallen ones and that they were brothers and sisters, they were equals, they were, you know, valued angels at a certain point and the kind of the message that that uh that continued with that is that and it's the same thing you always you've seen in hundreds of cartoons where you know you got the devil on your one shoulder and the angel on the other yep and the whole the whole uh download that i got and it's it's a very basic one i've I've heard it before probably in movies or something but that what we do here on this plane gives the angels power on another plane. So mm-hmm. the choices we make here gives them uh, agency and power in whatever plane they are for whatever their task is at that point. And what the vision that came to me was like a battle, like they're mm-hmm. battling up there. And it depends on what we choose down here on who we empower up there. 
And and this is Bingo. You know, it was really and it just like I'm saying I, I believe that's was, actually true. It was instantaneous. In the same way as if you ever look up the word loosh, mm-hmm. L O O S H. Yes. And that's the psychic energy that they get from bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why if they want to feed the bad guys or you know, they they try to get people to do the bad things, that seems to be what Hollywood's trying to do a lot of. Yeah, it yeah. um it was pretty wild. I, I I added this later, you know, just just thinking about us, you know, we're all sinners, we're all gonna fail, you know, we're we're trying to be the best we can, but and that's kind of the same and I don't know if that's correct because like I don't I don't want to validate any you know evil uh spirits, but that was the the message that I, I basically kind of got downloaded at that point was that you know these are and maybe it's more of like that test is valuable. You know, it's a, it's essential and valuable for us to kind of push back or, you know, uh, make those choices. It was pretty fascinating. I, I don't know. And, uh, uh, Gabriel, uh, Archangel Gabriel is what came to mind. And it's, it's so crazy. Cause like the guy, uh, Ron that, that helped me out, he was like full, he had the shoulder, you know, elbow pads, knee pads, full face helmet. Mm-hmm. And and when I was kind of sitting there and he was checking me out, you know, it felt like it was like a armor, like shining armor mm-hmm. on this guy. And, you know, obviously, I, you know, now I know it's it was just, you know, uh, anyway, it was wild. I'll tell you, Steve, wild. It, the interesting thing about concussions is that. Mm-hmm. You know, they truly have an incredibly enormous impact on our uh, bodies and minds and souls. They they are quite powerful and uh, enigmatic. But the other thing I believe it to be true and proven is that sometimes those episodes can trigger uh, things and open other possibly uh, channels make us more susceptible to shutting down the logical uh, seemingly us and and letting other things being like spiritual evil or good mm-hmm. uh in and that the more we're open to that the more i mean it's like what you're saying is to me thank you very humbling and that you would share that story and that story is quite powerful and then your words afterwards have been too because they are um pretty insightful and more people need to be having these kinds of conversations oh and and we my you got what you needed for the moment (laughs) dude i Man, I, there's one thing I, I've, you know, I'm saying I a bunch of times right now, but it's very hard to not say I a lot. Oh. You know, it, it should have been, you know, th- I should have said, thank you, Jesus. This is amazing or something like that. And versus this is what I needed, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I, I could be, I could be reaching on that one, but I'm telling you guys, I couldn't even get needed out. And I mean, it was needed, bam, bam just to the ground. <laughs> Gosh, well, if- when they when they when they come, sometimes they 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 you know it's an amazing thing because I I used to try to teach some of my friends and people that you know when you are open yourself because I've always talked to not always but 
them and vice versa. And it's, it's a, it, it, people say it's magical. It's whatever. It's like, no, it's paying attention. It's listening. Uh, they beg us to, they want us to, they throw stuff in front of us all the time. They put thoughts in our heads. They don't, uh, they use all kinds of things to let us know they're there. And we are just so busy and blind and deaf and yeah. pretty limited too. Yeah. I mean, the species itself. And it's, it's like you got to train yourself and, and learn to pay attention to ask specific questions to answer. And I'll tell you, like it's people say, well, I'm just shocked. You know, God told you that. And it's like, do you not read the Bible? Do you not understand that when he says ask and it believe and it shall be? Well, you know what? It, 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 they talk to us. It, you ask and you listen. And yeah, yeah, I mean, remember in the olden days when they, you know, <laughs> did, you know, magic and heal people and, and talk to God. He walked among them and stuff. And you don't believe that we, you know, can do that now or that they will talk to you. All you have to do is listen and pay attention, but, but people don't. And sometimes they knock, I call it knocking. Uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes they knock pretty hard and put you on your ass, much like <laughs> you got put. And, and generally, in my view, that is a, a knock. Someone saying, listen, pay attention. Uh-huh. Whether it's concussion related or not, in my view, it is a message and nothing happens uh, by chance, not uh, in this world, yeah. <laughs> in my view. Well, so I actually, think that a they, lot they, of things. Asking for something and, and they're answering you. So you just need to look, in my view, and say, hmm, what have I been asking for? Which one could it be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, believe it or not, a lot of things mm-hmm. do happen by chance, but they're inaccurately called something else. Mm-hmm. And that something that's else, yeah, that's something well, else. I, I've lived a lot of my life thinking that the epiphanies, the ideas, the, uh, these, uh, you know, uh, that they were coming from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Most, right. most of my life. Yeah. So, so now yeah. you kind of look back and you're like, well, that, that might, not, you know, I was taking credit for it cause of my ego, but maybe it wasn't me. I don't think it was, Bingo. you know, so, and, it's, and you know, if I was in that for 40 years of my life, you know, I'm sure it's very hard you know, it's very hard to, to be real with yourself and kind of go, you know, that wasn't you, man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's and you hard to train yourself and, 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 and really it's hard to change your, but when we change our thoughts, we change who we are and how we are. And it, and, and that's not an easy task to do, you know, well, at all. But see, when you, you look at what most coin that are claimed to be coincidences are usually just merely chance. Because hmm. coincidence, you, you got to be basically a coincidence theorist to get the idea that everything is just some magical coincidence. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that so yeah. much. I understand how a lot of people would, and I accept that. However, in my view and my experiences, I guess, I, I tend to think more. I used to think everything was chance in there when I was younger, but. Now that I'm really, 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 really most old, I, I, I come, have come to perceive life a little differently. And I think we all do as we, you know, go through the years. But at, at this moment, I'm sort of more inclined to believe that, well, you know, uh, 
maybe a few little things happen by chance, but most things, I think when we pray and ask for, put it out in the universe, I need this, I want this, I would like this, or whatever, and when we pay attention, it's it's not so much chance that happens, but it's, it's like, well, oh my God, how could that have happened? Well, what have you been asking for lately? What have you been wanting? What have your mind been focused on? Because what what we focus our mind on is what we materialize and and are in our lives and you know and and to me that's more like a designed and maybe not designed but i think you know we can't say well it's going to happen like this but we have to be open to the fact that this is this is could be more than chance you know i of course i question everything now i used to not be it's just perspective. If you seek understanding and truth, then that's going to end up with a good result. When we just go yeah, for wants rather than everything. needs, because we need yeah. the truth. Yes, exactly. exactly. And we have different truths at different times, because how could we not? If life is about soul growth and compassionate progression, then, you know, how could we not have right. If uh, if you go with the we're all sinners we're all gonna screw up then that uh, you know that uh, that's gonna fit in right there. It's inevitable. People yeah. will make mistakes though. But as far as I I'm can, insane. I I look at it as if you go along that we have. Well, I always liked Emerson's phrase for the people that don't believe or whatever. You can go with the oversoul, which is the supreme energy that basically made and controls and all that sort of thing. So the oversoul. So if you look at what it would do, would it want us to suffer so much? Bingo. So do do you really think that the idea in Revelations that we're going to have destruction of Armageddon, that's just kind of a man-made interpretation? Because in the Bible, the way it talked about it is that it is the revealing of truth. The right. revelation is revealing of truth. Mm-hmm. And that's internal. And where uh, we go with it. You, you know what you notice with, and I, you know, I'm, I don't want to be blasphemy here, but with the revelation stuff, you know, you, it's very, very worldly. If you read through that, all the descriptions. And like I, you know, I'm going to preface this by saying it's all sounds accurate. I mean, it is all happening what the revelation says. But when you look at, you know, I'm just thinking of, you know, um, you know, you're, you know, the, the young people won't like the old or respect the old people, all these things that it says in there, that's all very worldly stuff. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, in the, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to be fixating on the world too much. You know, you're supposed to be fixating right. on yourself and God. And, you know, that's the, because I've always had a little bit of a burr in my underwear for the revelation stuff, just because I've seen multiple people basically use that and just say, come take me now. I'm done. You know, like just end it now, like do it now. And it's, and in my mind, I'm like, a heck no, dude. You know, like we got, we got to fight right now. This is a battle, Bring spiritual battle. You know, we're, we're not going to just, but at the same time, you know, I'm not in control either. So I guess, well, what does but, it matter? See, again, the, the, the metaphorical aspect is that what, what I think of or view, they, you've heard the phrase, the world belongs to Satan. What is the world? 
We talked Satan's about the great deceiver. Mm-hmm. So its abilities are only lies, trickery, deceit. Mm-hmm. It can't make us do things, but mm-hmm. it can encourage and make it, events maybe that yeah. could happen where Influence. we will be susceptible mm-hmm. to the greed and whatever else. So what that really means is the world that can be manipulated is our mind. It's what's between our ears. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I like that. <laughs> it's a lifelong story. Propaganda works. That's oh, why yes. they're using it. And they've been at it for centuries. Oh, yeah. They follow <laughs> Edward Bernays. But I'll tell you, too, if you look at the book of Revelation, We've already seen that happen. If you go back to Babylonian days and the destruction of Babylon, we've seen this run before. And so it's, uh, you know, it's a a very visceral and very real and very, um, I mean, you know, when you really feel, when you read parts of revelation and you can understand what the words mean and the phrases and you go through and check all the other Bibles and you track all that stuff down. And then by a month later, you figure out, Oh, that's what it really means. You know, I mean, it takes a minute for me, but it it can be quite uh, revealing and we're seeing that happen right now. Oh yeah. Uh, You you can also go back to the much, much older Bibles. There was a, I know uh, a 1775 Bible, and not one place in that whole book did it ever say the word God. Wow. Well, I believe it. There are many Bibles, many, 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 many religions, many, many Bibles. And like God said, there will be, because there will be many, 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 many deceivers. And what people don't understand today is, like you said earlier, Tony, you've got to have discernment. Mm -hmm. You can't just accept every quack John. Pete and Harry that come up and say, hey, love God, I will be your leader and show you how. You know, it's like, come on, stop and ask questions. Because they're all, it's like you say, he, he he reaches out and grabs us by trickery. And and if you don't ask questions and just sit there like watching the CNN news and just let that crap be fed, mm-hmm. open your mouth and they shove it right down and right in. And boy, before you know it, your brain starts well, turn, turning to mush and you start believing all it, that. It, it also said in the Bible that my people suffer for lack of knowledge, so mm-hmm. they're not getting the knowledge they need. Mm-hmm. They're seeking exactly. it in the wrong places, and it's not true. Yes. And they're not seeking it. That's the problem. I mm-hmm. see it. It's like, why are they not getting the knowledge? Well, look what they're getting. Look how they're being indoctrinated in all of our schools and institutions and business oh, situations. They know you nobody know, gets it's an like education. No one's feeding them. And it just goes to show, like in Jonathan Kahn's books, Rabbi uh, Christian Jonathan Kahn's books, uh, you know, that everything that he said is amazingly accurate, and it all ties into biblical times on at the same to current times, down to the date, down to the hour, mm-hmm. as to all of this repeating itself, especially with the Jubilee process. And it's absolutely stunning to realize that our entire fortune has has already been foretold. And it is coming to true, even down to Donald Trump being, you know, some say a buffoon, some say, a, you know, a brilliant boy. Who knows? Uh, you know, but that and because you can, you know, refer back to uh, what was it, Judah or whatever in the Bible. And all of this is so 
that's what his books are about. It's like history repeating itself. So, yeah, I think that we have in some manner experienced revelation in, in that kind of violent form. And, and I think things are going to get far more violent, but people don't even have a clue how violent they are now because that news is not being given to you. Well, the cruelty going on right now is just immense. Uh, the Absolutely. whole concept, though, for me, is the whole uh, Israeli war distraction there is really they're trying to take over Gaza so that they can have not only a port of entry, mm-hmm. They, oh, yeah. also, the they also want to make a canal oh, yeah. to compete with the Suez Canal. Yeah. Because Absolutely. The, the, Suez, the Suez only allows ships to go one way for four hours, and then it reverses mm-hmm. for four hours. <laughs> and every four hours, that's how it goes. But if Israel can that make a, a canal that's wide enough so the ships never even mm-hmm. slow down, they just yeah. keep passing each other, yeah. and that's uh, going to be a big money maker. And the, the biggest... And the drying up so they've got ships that can't even get through it now at certain exactly. times oh wow yes the the biggest uh natural gas field is right off of gaza right. exactly that to the leviathan that's another one that out, yeah once they but, figured that out it was yeah but, but, but it's, it's both sides of the, of the same coin uh, the whole situation there in my view people People don't go back far enough and do enough digging to see what's the difference between an Israeli, you know, and 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 a, a, a what kind of a Jew, you know, what kind of a what's a Zionist, and they don't do any asking. They just mm-hmm. accept. They form an opinion that's uninformed, and it's just so tragic. You're so right, Tony. It's you know you you said that earlier, and 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 they don't have the discernment, like you said, and it's like. <laughs> You know, I sometimes say, oh, my God, I, I, I have to dig so deep some days to find that hope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you sometimes fall to your knees and say, where's the hope? Where's the, you know, but then those are the times that, you know, I also fall to my knees and say, my God, the joy is just too much. Well, let's see, <laughs> there's, there's another way of looking at it, possibly, that you could say hope isn't a strategy. Hope. Well, no, 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 of course not. (laughs) Of course not. No, no. No, it's just something to hang on to. We actually have to partake in it and do things because it's like the old saying if you, uh, uh, let's see, what was it? Uh, If you don't take an interest in government, government will certainly take an interest in you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's in a bad way. For like clinical depression. Depressed people, you know, if they don't have hope, you know, if, if when I used to have that issue many, many years ago, really bad, if we didn't feel that we had hope and part of the depression, the, the clinical uh, symptom is you have no hope and we have no hope. You have no motivation. When you have no motivation, you're frozen. When you're frozen, you can't do anything. And so hope, I think, is awfully underrated on on many levels. Because hope is what actually wound up pulling me out, uh, you know, after two years sitting on my kitchen floor, <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, I mean, I was so devastated that I just, I would get up and sit on the floor and somehow wind up in bed and then the next day repeat and the next repeat. And it's like for two years. And it's like, I, I finally got a little thing and it said, you know, but Gail, there's always, always hope. No one can take that from you. You have that gift. You have that strength. 
you have enough by just having hope. Well, that you can crawl out of anything. Yeah, but you anything. also, usually people that have, if you get the hope part, you can start realizing you need to seek the knowledge part. And take action. Exactly. And if you understand how we're deceived by being the words, remember, you know, God, oh, yeah. when you say God, okay, God is a word, but you corrupt word, you corrupt God type thing. So when right. we corrupt words, how about some of the words get understanding of what they mean? Mm. So how about sure. when you look at the word government? Govern <laughs> is control. Ment is yep. mind. It reads the same backwards <laughs> or forwards. Control mind or mind control. They're telling us exactly what it is. Oh, oh God, that's so right. Let's, uh, that pretty much cues me into... Uh, Oh, man. I think it's in my weird news, maybe. <laughs> well, I'll just play it over here. I Seems see to me all the weird news is weird, but... <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so that was nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is It is all nonsense and weirdness. Totally. Let's see here. And in such quite informative. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. In in that it's black. Mm-hmm. Here's uh here's your your uh, oh god here's your mind control for you. Today I'm okay. directing the director of division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services to develop media literacy tools for K through 12 in our public schools. This will teach students and even teachers to help understand how to spot conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation, <laughs> and online hate. <laughs> How they're going to spot misinformation. Well, guess what? People have that ability to discern, and we don't have to give it to something called government to tell us. uh, We got to have the government tell us. Oh, my Lord. I'm just every day. Anytime that happens, you know it's wrong. This is that is that is Kathy Kathy Hochul. And then this. This is during COVID, if we all remember her saying this. We keep more people alive. We are not through this pandemic. I wished we were, but I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. Check it he out. made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. <laughs> he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. Uh-huh. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> all of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. As if she you knows. Know they Come are. on. <laughs> I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it. Dude, is that? That is. The devil that is some the evil, evil stuff. Right oh, there. absolutely! Not be and apostle it, for Jesus. Be apostle for COVID vaccines. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh my well, gosh. Well, that's the way they manipulate the words and try to get people to think different. But gosh. if 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 you believe that, you also probably believe Liz Taylor said, "Ouch on her honeymoon." You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't get that one. <laughs> but is that before my time? Maybe. Uh, there used to be the joke about what sign was over her bed. And it said over one million served. Oh, jeez! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> it's like McDonald's. <laughs> Who 
uh, keep going. Start talking about what we're seeing out there. Give the teachers the tools they need to help these conversations in school. And by teaching younger New Yorkers about how to discern between digital fact and digital fiction, we can better inoculate them from hatred and the spread of it and help prepare them for a very fast-moving and often confusing world. Wow, you guys. That pablum is they horrible, are, man. <laughs> yeah, it, They are so expert at using our own beliefs and our own words and twisting them <laughs> and saying that they're God, you know, well, and, and people are fought for that to, so easily. Yeah. To me, that's satanic. It's yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. obvious. Yeah, it's upside down, you know, like it's always and, inverted. And, and I always say to people, you know, eyes are useless when the mind is blind and or hypnotized. And and we are. The, the Americans are. Uh, the world is hypnotized. And they've designed that on so many levels and in such an excellent manner because they've been at it for so very long. Yeah. And if we don't wake up and start saying, you know what, but if you believe, who does not believe in evil? No one. Uh, I don't. We all believe in evil. I don't. So, and if you believe in evil, I think, I think a lot of people know, don't, don't don't think about evil, though. I think a lot of people yeah. don't don't even go that deep on stuff. Well, probably not. But yeah. on a basic level, for those who do believe in evil, you've got to also say, okay, then I believe in the opposite. Yeah. I believe in love and in light. And if, you know, we are in a spiritual war and that is oh, yeah. the bottom line. And that is an absolute yes. fact. It is indisputable. Yeah. It is absolutely verifiable. And when you consider I can have, I can, you know, one of the few times we have an either or situation, I can choose good or I can choose bad. And that, that's what, in my view, everything is boiling down to right now in our world. Most of it being blocked from mainstream matrix dwelling, um, blind zombies that aren't that way by choice necessarily, but by conditioning and, and need to start opening up and saying, wait a minute, stop. Well, look, look at also, you know, again, back to the metaphor stuff of the Bible in the end times. If you remember, it also talked about that uh, people would shun the whore of Babylon. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, and we're living it today. Well, what is the whore of Babylon? People need to figure that one out because it's metaphor. What it is, exactly. the great Satan, their metaphor is the Statue of Liberty is the whore of yep. Babylon. Oh, wow. And that's why they're going to shun yep. all the dollars from this country. Yep. That's what's going to shun and destroy economics. Is already in place. When you consider that all the banks, you won't hear this mainstream, but I think I even sent you some of that Hollywood where um, the banks are closing down, they're closing branches, they're doing oh, things that yes. traditionally they, they do right before we have a bottoming out. And we have to have a bottoming out. It is inevitable. It is absolutely certain. And it is predicted to happen the end of this year or the spring oh. before the spring of next year. And it's already set up to go digital. But haven't y'all noticed how many banks are closing branches and bailing and laying people off in the thousands? And they're announcing it right before Christmas. Well, they're not announcing. Mainstream isn't allowing it on their sites, but, you know, you go 
oh, yeah. uh, to oh. real news and you see it, it and it's and it's frightening. It's going to be the economic collapse because the snowballs all already been rolling down the hill for quite some time here. And it's not stoppable at this point. No. You're so absolutely one, right. One thing I want to definitely focus on with this douchebag Hokel chick is that you can see. Oh. So you talked uh, about uh, truth, you know, and, mm-hmm. and this is the, the one of the lessons in the Bible and from Jesus is that, you know, the truth and what you see very quickly dropping over us is this uh, control mechanism where she's saying, you know, misinformation, disinformation, conspiracy theories. Uh, You see what's going on in Ireland where, you know, if you speak out against against some atrocity uh, specifically going after some ethnic group that they will call that hate speech and they'll throw you in jail, even though that was truth. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of, exactly. this is one thing that, you know, uh, Mutt Dog and I have always talked about is this, uh, this misinformation, disinformation and malinformation push mm-hmm. that they're, they're going on because I mean, it was two years ago I was uploading a, a podcast on uh, Spotify and it, it gave me a warning saying, you know, do you, does this include any misinformation, disinformation or malinformation? And yeah, so, so, for real. so this is the, this is the weird, weird race we have with them locking down any discussion other than their narrative, which is usually the narrative is not the truth. So, so if we're trying to seek the truth and they're locking us down as fast as they can, See, you to know, me, we're in trouble here. Tell. <laughs> they always lie. Of course. So yeah. if it comes from government, by definition, it's a lie. How can you believe it? That's been proven. Mm-hmm. The, the, that's and the, the pattern recognition. <laughs> and people need to realize that the news, quote unquote, the news is not the news. It's a government propaganda. That means it's controlled. And, 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 and you know what? I, Hollywood, I was going through the, it was interesting today. I, I like to flash on, like, for instance, Fox News, just to check out all of the headlines, to look at, uh, Tony, the um, emotional words and the words and the, the breaking down the meaning and all that stuff. And it's like just the headlines alone. And once you do that, I mean, you teach yourself discernment by, you know, practicing it also and, 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 and pursuing it and questioning it and learning about it. And it's like I was going through the headlines and I thought, God, this would be a great show for Hollywood to go through this list of headlines and then I switched to my um, 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 Proton Mail account, my uh, encrypted account, and I was looking at all of my headlines for my my real news there and it's like, oh my God, you know, Hollywood should consider doing a show about, okay, we're going to go through the 10 just the, 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 the intro, you know, the headlines on these and then 10 that's on the real news and then say, you know, this is all they've got. This is the best they've got. And as I was doing that, I'm finding things like play, ex playboy bunny or current playboy bunny, uh, finds out her husband was cheating on her at her uh, wedding, you know, and it's like, these are headline news on CNN. And I thought, oh, oh my, my God, gosh, yeah. I could make Gossip this a comedy show. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I remember, you know, three, four years ago, you know, I could immediately open my phone and get hit with a a whole bunch of different news stations that actually investigated. That's not, you know, reporting the news isn't 
you know, that's that's propaganda in my view. Investigating the news and then reporting it, you know, and and you don't have any investigative, you know, journalists or reporters, you know, anymore. And and who, which country was it just now? I think it was. I don't remember. Five of their journalists just got executed. Uh, one of the communist ones, but I mean, it's it's like you don't have you know access. They know they know that if you don't have access for most people to uh, find out what the news is, if, if you make it difficult for them to to get that information, and you just keep feeding them yeah. with our the propaganda, then they will believe it because it's all they get. And most yes. people are not. They're disinclined, let's say, for whatever reasons, to to pursue these things, and it is actually resulting in their downfall, our downfall. I think it was. I think it was Rumsfeld or one of those douchebags back then. But he basically had a quote <laughs> saying, "You know, while you guys are researching something we put out, you know, last week, you know, some lie we put out last week, we've already put out." We've already put out ten <laughs> new lies after that. Yeah. So, so good luck. Good luck, guys. Exactly. So, yeah, they, exactly. That's why I don't, they don't watch mainstream no. television. It's no. just a waste of time nope. to me. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I like to pull up the headlines so I can know what's going on, and I often think, boy, you know, Hollywood should do that, and it, you can make it a comedy. You it's know, fun. it's like, and this is all they've got to report. It is when this is yeah. What we've well, actually got going on. What's laughable to me is, you know, I check email and, you know, email provider has the stupidest headlines and things. And it's always about seemingly, oh, look at the exactly. skimpy bikini she's wearing or, you know, like, I don't give a rat's ass about that. Mm-hmm. They just clickbait for whatever they're trying I think, to sell. You know, like trying to th- trying to think of solutions on uh, deciphering this truth. And, you know, the only solution I can think of is we have to speak even louder and more because I don't think you you can't limit your speech and start, you know, dodging these certain words. And I know you kind of have to with YouTube and all that stuff, but, you know, that the answer is the answer is not to, uh, you know, lock down our free speech, which is what they want to do. The answer is to let, you know, we all need to speak more. It's a message I've said on the show for years that, you know, the best thing you can do is go talk to someone about what's on your mind. You know, don't keep it in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of gets into that fifth generational warfare stuff, which we've talked about on, you know, Mutt Dog and I have talked about at length where, you know, they're, they're, the battle is in your mind. And a lot of times you've lost already because you're not, you're not willing to say things. You well, know, you're too nervous to say things out loud. Well, again, I'd, I'd like I'd like people to think about a question. Mm. Could you imagine being forced into a religious cult from which there is no way <laughs> nice. to opt out? Getting the, uh... It's called government. Oh yeah. Well, that's what they've done in New York. Mm-hmm. If you they they just passed laws, and this is for real, honest to God, and I absolutely landed on the floor because I could not believe it was true. They passed laws to allow the government to come and seize us at any point and accuse us of having any number of ills uh, mm-hmm. that are absolutely mind-blowingly simple, make it up, whatever, and haul us to be locked down 
for the rest of our lives. And the, it initially got, uh, I think it was five months ago, that law, uh, the, the, the judge and the court ruled uh, in favor of the uh, uh, plaintiffs. And now she went in, this uh, um, a demonic governor uh, went in and appealed it. And, of course, the judge is of a certain persuasion. And that law just got writ into law that they can come and take you and lock you up. And I've been telling you people for That's... years, why do you think they're building all of these FEMA camps? Research it. Go in and ask how many mm-hmm. FEMA camps are in my area and what size are they? They hold thousands and thousands of people. And they've been building these along with caskets for many, many, many years now. And people have been wondering, you know, for years what's going on. Well, it's died down a lot recently, and that's that's typical. They let that stuff sometimes mostly die down, and then they make it happen, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, there's no connection. That was a long time ago. And it's like, but they're so good at what they do, and they're so good at being evil, and I'm getting carried away. Government is nothing more than a giant RICO operation. Because when you, when you think Just about it, seem like blackmail. Yeah. They have no duty to protect totally. us. Obviously, that's no. Uh, there's no duty no. to protect. That there's is, no duty of allegiance to it. That is very apparent these days. Yep. Yeah, they're all bought and sold. Every one of them, uh, not every one of them, but uh, a lot of them. I mean, you know, people have been trying to post. Um, uh, for the last couple of days about the new speaker and some things that are uh, becoming uh, revealed about him. I've never felt positive. about. I've had some questions from Carmen. I don't feel easy about him, and I never have. And I've been praying for discernment there, and, and, and I've been getting it. And it's like, aha, I thought so. You know, he's not who he says he is. Well, every time they my channels post or try to post why and, and any story about it, it in fact, I sent it to you today, Hollywood, but mm-hmm. it got it got censored within ten minutes. The, and it's like you you know they're doing this on rival. The only issue I have, you know, and I agree, you can't trust any man, but or woman. But the only thing I I have an issue with is that you know there is levels to corruption. You know, there's absolutely, and and I you know the the McCarthy guy. The there's you know basically a chain of just completely yeah. corrupted and co-opted yeah. uh, speakers. So, yeah. I mean, even though he's, you know, I don't know a lot about him either. And, you know, I, I'm not going to trust really, I'm not going to really trust anybody. The only person I'm going to trust at this point is Trump just because he's a troll. And mm-hmm. I appreciate someone that's able to speak their mind and not, you know, speak their mind and not give a crap, you know, and, and oh, that, uh, that's kind of what, uh, see, you know, maybe we, you should speak it in, in love more. Maybe I need to put that in there. When you speak your mind to someone, try to orient but, but, it in love. You, you <laughs> but, know what though? See, the thing is, is he's following Sun Tzu's the art of war mm-hmm. and that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. One of the tenets in the art of war is if your enemy is easily, uh, let's see, Easily, I wouldn't say if it's not offended, but if he's, oh, if he's easily annoyed, annoy him. It will cause him to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So that's what you do. You keep annoying the crap out of them, and that's what Trump <laughs> yeah. is doing to these people. Well, and they don't the, even realize one, it. One of the things my buddy and I at uh, my job always talk about is the, the kind of commie liberal types 
that's the one thing that they that literally drives them crazy and it's actually demons that it drives them drives crazy too is mocking and laughing at them so if you can yes. if you can somehow you know and and you can see it in the the communist type you know the socialist type that they they have no sense of humor at all they can't laugh at themselves they have a hard time you know they just want to you know it's very fascinating to me that 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 uh that troll type of mentality how actually you know it's it's not the cleanest way to you know get your point across but it's it's pretty effective on some people you know like it it definitely uh it brings out the demon in a lot of people. Well, there's other things Trump did, you know, do correctly as far as I'm concerned, because when you look at the art of war, it actually isn't just about war. It's actually how to live life. And some of the things that are in there, for example, are always give your enemy an avenue of retreat. Always give Amen. your enemy a way hmm. to save face. Absolutely. And those things and that's a very will help. Christian, that's a very Christian biblical attitude, and it's also pretty damn smart, and especially and particularly these days, because mm-hmm. it doesn't take much to get shot. You know? Well, but here and here's another thing. If you noticed, what, Trump wasn't ordering people to get killed, because the reality is the measure of a general is not the winning of a hundred battles, but subduing the enemy without fighting that's mm-hmm. part exactly. of war tenant yeah. there's other great ones too that i i always like but uh most people know divide and conquer conquer from within and that mm-hmm. sort of thing but yep. the thing is is you never make a direct attack you make them from the side at an angle and, and all of those tactics work and oh, that's yeah. why they're doing them now because they work so well yes and most it's so sad and it's so tragic and what truly truly breaks my heart daily is the fact that just you know my, i guess my biggest prayer has always been recently especially please open our eyes if we could just open our eyes well then i turn around because he always answers me and i turn around and i start seeing all these headlines about you know um the guy in ukraine i don't know if you guys have probably have not heard, but the, the guy, the whistleblower in Ukraine actually came out using his name and using evidence of his employment and so forth and came out and said, you know, I was the driver. I was hired. Uh, and he told his quick story. I was hired as the driver for the major, huge, uh, big uh, child trafficking uh, unit oh, in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And they would get hit saying, I need three children and, you know, not from the adrenochrome factory or not black, not white, whatever. And and he would drive. He in the beginning was told they're being adopted, and you're not allowed to speak to them ever or make conversation with them ever. And he uh, wasn't there very long at all when he realized. Wait a minute! I took this same boy to this other man's rich man's house, you know, um, over a month ago, and he met me at you know in the driveway, half naked, winking at the kid and running off into the house. And now I'm taking him somewhere else, and this kid couldn't speak his language, and and it turns out that as he's driving, and this young child under six years old starts pointing to his body parts that. And he starts pointing to what's happened and is going to happen. And he starts crying. He can't quit crying. And this man comes out 
and says, you know, this is what's happening in Ukraine. And this is, we're talking that the lady that runs this is Zelensky's wife. And you can see where she and Clinton announced this, Clinton, Satan, announced this uh, earlier. And it's like, you know, none of the preachers are talking about this. None of the journalists mainstream are talking about this. People aren't hearing about these things that are happening and they're being squashed and censored and so forth. You know, I mean, yeah. you really do have to pay for this, but it matters. It's it the, matters. It's the new currency for the elite, you know, uh, or probably not new. It's probably been, you know, and that's, you know, I, man, you saw the reaction with the sound of freedom movie and how that was yes. received, you know, and, and it basically tells yes. you everything you need to know. I wonder about all those bio labs, you know, in conjunction with all sure. this child trafficking over there. All this means probably is the censorship is going to get even worse uh-huh. because as the yeah, truth comes sure. out, they have to suppress it. That's their job yeah. because there's the old oh, yeah. adage, the truth is like a lion. When set free, it defends itself. But if you can cage exactly. it up, you got control. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I used to think that they were hiding this because to, to kind of save the names or whatever who's, who's involved. But you can obviously tell that it's a control mechanism that they don't want to let go of. You know, that's exactly. why they want to hide this so much because they can, they can literally, you know, if, if allegations are true, this adrenochrome, you know, you, you get uh, age-defying characteristics. You get Oh, yeah. And look what's happened enlightenment. to a lot of these Hollywood types. I think they've lost their adrenochrome supply because boy they're looking crappy and you can tell, i mean when you got you know share and what she, she did recently she opened some sports event or or headline whatever and and you know like she's what 80 and 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 she said something today in the uh mainstream news about i'm too old i've lived too long it's like bingo yeah right you have mm-hmm. but look at you you know, they, they make, try to make these old women in particular, they don't care so much about the men, but the women, they try to make them look hot. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know any 80-year-old women that are hot, much less 60-year-old women yeah. or mm-hmm. 50 that are hot. I know the rumor is Dolly Parton does the adrenochrome, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know, and you can tell. This this is something, I mean, it was on the Ellen DeGeneres show with, uh, oh boy, I'm not going to uh, What was her name? Um, dang, now, uh, Sa- uh, Bullock, Sandra Bullock, I think. Oh, God. She was on yeah. uh, Ellen, and at one point, this was, I should, we played the clip on the show, it was really creepy, but Ellen kind of calls out uh, her and goes, you know, you look really good. You're looking really youthful or something like that. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing yeah. this and that. And Ellen as like, you it's, I got to pull it up next time we, you guys start talking, I'll try to look it up. But she goes, she goes, so you've been, uh, you've been getting the, I think she I said, saw she goes, you've been getting the foreskins from the Filipino boys or something like that. Oh, boy, yeah. And you're going, you're like, what the, and it's basically and it's it's like botox is what these these people use it for yeah we're hearing this stuff and it sounds bizarre but it's because these people are black magic people Uh in order for their magic to work they have to tell you ahead of time what they're doing and if you volunteer to go with it so be it 
And they are so good at repeating themselves and at, at, incessantly. It never ends. And they get other people to repeat this. And when you start looking at just the headlines of news, go to different, you know, uh, MSNBC, uh, CNN, all of these different thoughts, you know, and you start seeing this pattern. And it's all based on emotion. And no data, no facts. Yep. It, it's like it's not. It, 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 it's like reporting propaganda, and it becomes the more you look, like you say, with discernment, the more you see. But you, you do, you know, when when you go to the alt stations and alt alt news that you know on on these other channels where this stuff is actually is uh, still mostly allowed, it is absolutely a. Astonishing! It's like living in a different world as to the information that you have access to and can be given and how it's just it, it explodes your, your mind and your thinking. If you just people would just mm-hmm. pick up a finger and, and make one move. Check it out. Talk about this facial that you're obsessed with. That how many did you get the whole cast of Ocean's Eight to do Not this? Everybody, okay, and, uh, good, smart. Just, ones. just, just those that I thought would appreciate it. Okay, yeah. explain what it is. Well, it's this <laughs> this way in which um, one forces uh, through micro needling. Um, it's like a little roller with these. Some of you, I, mean, I think many of you know it. And it pushes through the skin and ruptures the collagen, and then boosts it. You look like a burn victim for a day, but then it's. But then it pushes. The what serum are you pushing into the skin, Sarah? Sarah. Sandra. Sarah. Sandra. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> what are you pushing into the skin? Well, you push in whatever the facialist would like to insert into your pores. But what is it? It is an extraction <laughs> from a um, a a, um, a piece of skin. Uh, that came from a young person um, far, far away, and they somehow figured out how to extract... It's foreskin from a Korean baby. I... It's like, it's... Oh, my gosh. And they're laughing. That's what it is. I, no, okay. Who I comes up no, with I this? I don't think... I don't think... It's not like I'm lying there with little pieces all over my face. It's like... It's... Who thinks of collecting it and, was, and yeah, having who, it for, we'll do something with this and someday. And why didn't we come up with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Much. And so, so we call it, I, well, I call it the penis facial. And I think, I think when you see how... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so they're just, they're trying to make it mainstream, wow. like it's okay. And, oh, I want to look exactly. like that actress. Yeah, let's get some of that, you know? I mean, I... I Makes it's me scary uh, that they're going that direction. It makes me question circumcision of children of boys. Oh no, they, you know what I mean. Like, where, what That's happens? Good. What happens to all those foreskins? Well, exactly. That yeah. they're cutting off, like yeah. right now, as I'm talking I don't, at the hospitals. I don't, uh, who wants a part of them removed without their consent? That's absurd. <sighs> and they, oh man. Yep. What's even worse is what they do to the women. My gosh. I was going to say, both of them are quite brutal and unnecessary. And again, all things that are done to us that we allow, they are meant to mm-hmm. control us. And, you know, most people say, no, you're not circumcised. Well, what the hell's wrong with you? That's how far we've oh, gone from slipping to right thinking to uh, 1984 thinking, in my view. Well, they have this incorrect idea that it's unsanitary and all that sort of thing, which exactly. you know, they, they sell everybody just like they did with COVID, son of a gun. You know, uh-huh. I mean, I mean. yeah. If it if it works, don't you know? Don't fix it. 
unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, do you really think nature made a mistake I in know. making us that way? No. You're yeah. So you're trying to correct survive? nature's? You're saying yeah, God. and it's so 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 bad and 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 deadly. How did we survive it? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, kind of on the same subject subject you were talking about with the child stuff, uh, Elon has been um, kind of on on fire lately <laughs> with a lot of uh, provocative uh, retweets and all that stuff, which I actually yeah. appreci- I appreciate a lot of this stuff is. As much as you can say about Elon and his, uh, you know, taking money from the government left and right. But this is Salty Cracker talking about uh, this recent incident that happened regarding Pizzagate. Mm. That's a spicy meme. Elon Musk is about to get Abe Lincoln, boys, because you don't kick shit like this. This is the hornet's nest full of Hillary Clintons with wasps wings. They spit a little bit. <laughs> you don't kick a nest like this and then just walk away unscathed. I don't know what they're going to do. They're probably going to launch some more Department of Justice investigations into Tesla or the Boring Company or the Flamethrower Company or Twitter or whatever the hell else they could do. Because you can't have a dude who is worth billions of dollars. I think he's the world's richest man who owns the largest social media platform. They keep telling everybody that Twitter's dead, but Twitter's getting more engagement than Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. I think maybe TikTok's probably getting, I mean, TikTok's full of a bunch of degenerate weirdos with a three-second attention span, so I'm not too concerned about that. But uh, the Twitter sphere is owned by this dude, and this dude is posting memes about Pizzagate. Holy balls. Holy balls. Talk about somebody who is all out of fucks to give. I guess when you can build rocket ships and fly your ass to other planets, you don't need... To be worried about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Here is his office meme. Pizzagate is real. No, it isn't. We have experts. They traffic children. But we have experts. Your expert just went to jail for child porn. This keeps happening. Mm-hmm. This keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And behind this meme, obviously, you have seen two gigantic child traffickers out in the open get arrested epstein was arrested twice they killed him in his jail cell allegedly they locked up his madam they haven't arrested a single fucking person that they trafficked all these kids to they won't give you the flight manifestos they won't give you the list of people who were at epstein island the island that's right next to james biden's island look that shit up oh no, really? Of course, we've got mm-hmm. a gigantic yeah. kid fucking child trafficking ring going on because you don't have shit like that happen. With it, again, Ghislaine Maxwell is in jail right now for trafficking small children, and not a single person's been arrested for being on the receiving yeah. end of that. And Unless then they tell you hang. none of this shit fucking exists. Get the hell out of here. That is the mechanism that they use to keep political and highly. Highly, highly powerful people interlocked and there compromised. We, go. we just talked about that. So well, we know actually, what it is. Is it was all an extortion deal. It's a Epstein. system. Yep. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> uh, Elon did this today, which I thought was sweet. I love it. Let's go. Know that there's a public perception that, and, and you're clarifying this now, um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour if you will 
that this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. Cover, what, your, cover your ears, everybody. Here comes some F-bombs. What do you mean? <laughs> if, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that was today, huh? Yep. Go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I loved it. I loved I, it. I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. <laughs> Don't advertise. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what do you do? G-F-Y. G-F-Y. I understand that, but there's a reality, too. <laughs> right? Yes. No, no. It, it, I mean, Linda no, Yaccarino's right here, and she's got to sell advertising. Uh, absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And do you think that the company... And the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But on Twitter. Those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say, they're going to say, we didn't kill the company. Oh, yeah? They're going to say... Tell it to, tell it to Earth. But they're going to say, that, they're going to say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform, right? That's, see, that's what they're going to say. And let's see how Earth responds to that. So, let me, okay. This, <laughs> GFY. <laughs> those a, numbers are going to go much higher now. Okay. I think they're already like what sixty million, but yeah, because of that, I'm 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 betting you he's going. His numbers are going to go much higher. He's gotten so much more popular. I I follow him and I tweet uh, to him a lot. You know, he's only answered me once, but hey, we're gonna, he's we're going to see off ball. see off uh, Tony words. Here's uh, got to hit the road. So uh, gotcha. We will miss you, buddy. Okay, all right, see you, man. all right. But uh, good night, Tony. He is, Gail says goodnight. Good night. All right. But uh, I thought this was cool, too. This is my little uh, Elon segment here on Wired.com. Uh, Elon Musk announces Grok, a rebellious AI with few guardrails. <laughs> so he's, oh, wow. he's putting out uh, an AI because if anybody's kind of um, been paying attention, most of these uh, chatbot kind of AI chat gpt stuff they're very liberal in their uh oh yeah you know they're kind of access to data and this oh. uh, this ai is actually going to be uh like a based uh ai spicy and rebellious is what it says which i'm like nice that's gonna be interesting what we're gonna be seeing can yeah. you imagine it'd be cool years from now? it'd be cool to do like a test you know, type in something that you want it to write for you and then compare it to yeah. the other chat GPT to see what it, you know, pumps out. It'd probably be pretty interesting there. Uh, yeah. And you know that you see online a lot where people, you know, just recently some actress won some award or something and she let AI 
do her speech and it didn't turn out well. And they have, I keep hearing this over and over. I mean, funny things are happening that are very embarrassing and they have to admit, I didn't write this, you know, who would admit that they did. And you're seeing it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's all these different AI programs, but they're learning. They're learning so fast. Let's uh, I'm going to transition over to weird news here. Uh, In the weird news area here, I got a couple articles that'll be interesting. Uh, I will have to read them, though. This is Zero Hedge. Uh, Feds say they uncovered prostitution rings serving politicians, military officers, and tech executives. Uh, It's a pretty interesting article here if anybody wants to go through it, but it's basically it was uh, Chinese, uh, Chinese individuals. That were running a, uh, I think it was like a massage, you know, private massage type setup, but uh, all the the way that they identified and made sure that they weren't, you know, that they were trusted clients for this uh, prostitution ring was you had to enter in all your information. So (laughs) all these guys have all their information entered into this database that was... You know, I'm assuming being transferred back to China, you know, so that they oh, could, yeah. you know, kind of work their magic over there on this stuff. Very troubling. I mean, it's it's obvious. We we, we know this is happening, but uh, I guess to me the troubling angle was the, the Chinese uh, individuals that were running it. That's probably oh, the... Oh, for sure. You know, and how many politicians... When I remember reading two articles about that. The first one said, you know, oops... Uh, you know, we've got a House of Bill repute and all of these politicians and, and big wheels and uh, so forth, you know, have been going to it. And then the next article I read said, oops, oops, they kept excellent records. So that's what they must have meant by it. Mm-hmm. Yep. How you described how they had to sign up and <laughs> like, oh, sure, no problem. You want my birthday and social security number two? Dude, I'm in a hurry, <laughs> you know, assholes. And. Uh, this came out, I should have put this in the political segment here, but the, uh, the man accused of attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband, uh, (laughs) with the, with the sex hammers or whatever, you you know, (laughs) hammer dildos or whatever they were. But, uh, there's, there's a little bit more info here. This is coming from, uh, Benny Johnson. Everybody knows him on YouTube. Yeah. Who is testifying in this case. She testified that this man was found inside the Pelosi residence with zip ties, a sledgehammer, gloves, duct tape, cash, Canadian passport, Canadian birth certificate. Reminder, he was an illegal immigrant. I'm sorry, can I repeat that? He's an illegal immigrant who's been allowed to stay here due to California's sanctuary city policies. Nancy Pelosi passed these policies. Clothes, video game console, and two inflatable multicolor uniform, unicorn costumes. Hmm. What? Why did you have two inflatable multicolor unicorn costumes? I'm, I'm reading to you directly from the hmm. court documents here. <laughs> huh? Yeah. 
so uh you know once again the wild speculation and conspiracy theories you know they're they're looking more accurate than uh the the no story that they basically had with that one. It, oh yeah. That's such a bizarre incident. We we talked about it a lot on the show. It was pretty funny. And you know the weird thing about it is that every time we hear every day we turn on the news and we hear these kinds of stories and they're always, always incomplete. And we just come <laughs> to accept them and they'll say, Well, well now, wait a minute, what happened? You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of questions I got here. And it's like nobody seems to say that. <laughs> but you're right. They don't make sense. It's like when something doesn't make sense, well, guess what? <laughs> There's a reason, right? Yeah. I mean, to me, you know, it's it's always tough. You don't want to jump to conclusions or whatever. But when you were talking about your gut, you know, yeah. when, when those, those, uh, the. Knocking. How, how do you say that too? It's like the things don't link up together you know whatever they're saying doesn't match what you're seeing or it's not congruent congruency there you go and it's and it's literally an instant you know you're like oh uh (laughs) uh-huh so this is bullshit they're they're like knowings and i've come to understand now that those knowings or pushes a lot of them i call pushes or knocking i'm big for saying that's not you know they're knocking but i'm also big at saying and recognizing them because you must you must we must always recognize them and you know they'll do things in my life all the time all the time i said the other day god i wish i had an excellent most excellent cornbread recipe that i really like and it's easy but well one popped up that night and it's like yay and i said wait a minute that's you that's you it is and you know i love saying that because it seems like the more we recognize them the more we focus on them and, and acknowledge them the more they show up he shows up Mm. Uh, I thought I had a video of this, but, uh, hmm. uh, re- uh, representative Mike Gallagher looks like he was on Fox news. I wish I had the video of it, but he was talking about how that illegal bio lab that was in California with the, oh, yeah. with all the gross stuff in it and stuff and how <laughs> they, they reported that. Yeah, I think it was April or something like that, that the, yes. the city officials reported it to the FBI and the CDC and they did nothing. They didn't. Uh, and that happens so much. Yeah. And it's, Criminal. you know, it's to me, I mean, I, you know, I'm jumping to speculation here, but it's like, it's obvious that there's certain, you know, that's, that's what these, these are, these agencies are for is to basically, you know, <laughs> really? gatekeep for, you know, whatever entity, you know, they're allowing exactly. to to kind of operate in this uh in yeah. this land. It's pretty crazy. That that And one, you're so worried. You're dead on. It's just like you don't think like normal people do now. But once we accept a different reality, it is a whole different world, isn't it? Yeah. I when mean, you open your if, your eyes and your mind to see what, what yeah. really is happening. If you go to kind of what we were talking about in the beginning of the show about, you know, these fallen entities that are influencing us and trying, you know, just as, just as much as we are being, uh, you know, they're trying to influence us. They're doing it to them too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So you know, they're, they're, the people at the FBI are men and women too, that are sinners. And so, I mean, um, 
it doesn't excuse it, <laughs> but uh, it definitely helps you understand it. That's for sure. And, and it is happening. And, you know, that's a good reason why. And I did it the other night. I mean, I, I do it frequently, maybe weekly, maybe more, maybe less, depending on how, if I'm feeling attacked, but I constantly clear my house, my property, my land, my, my vehicles, my children, my whatever. I clear it all. I, I bind it up and I send it back to God to judge it, do whatever he wants and replace it with things of good and, and from God. And, you know, cause you have to fill that back and where they come back and bring eight more. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, you have to clear your area and you have to ask God to bless, you know, mm-hmm. your home and your things and all of that. And people, we need to do that more, clear the air, you know. And I, I just see you as just being so, um, I don't know, so open and so, um, you know, it's like it's it's rare to find someone that can think like you do and 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 step out of the box and be brave and say what needs to be said and say it in a pleasant uh insightful way that doesn't create hostility or anything other than this is you know mm-hmm. the way it is and it's just rare and i hope you don't ever lose that because it's a true gift and and i think we often forget to to say thank you god so much for yeah. our gifts and all, enumerating all, you know all glory to god on that one i you know, I don't, I think it's, it's, uh, it really, it has a lot to do with ego because it, it's, it's the one thing, you know, you, you talking about that, you know, uh, I have, you know, it's, you know, I know you're, if, if you have a big ego, you're probably going to say you have, I don't have a big ego, <laughs> but, uh, we all that, do, though. That, we all do. Cause, cause Every mine, mine is almost the opposite where, I don't allow my ego to think that it knows what's going on, but Absolutely. As, as good as that is, Gail, at the same time, there is a little bit of that, you know, ego is not the right word, but, you know, being able to, you know, trust your judgment, you know yes. what I mean? It's, yes. And yeah. I, I guess that that's all, that's all Holy Spirit there. That's we're blasting the Holy Spirit worldwide here. But that's yeah, for that, sure. That's where that I think comes from. But it's just bizarre to me because, you know, uh, I I just always have this contemplation in my mind with Christianity and uh, accepting Jesus in your heart and all that stuff. That there's a lot of people that have never read the Bible. I mean, maybe they know about Jesus, but you know, there's a lot of people in a in you know deep stick areas, you know, in in the world where. And I, and I think about those people that haven't, you know, uh, haven't experienced Jesus, but maybe they just have the Holy Spirit in them already. And that, oh, yes. and that'll Absolutely. get them, you know, that'll get them to the, the finish line with him, even though you they bet. never, they may have never read the Bible, you know, may, exactly. have, may have never even prayed. But if, if you're, uh, that's the hard, that's the thing I always kind of go back and forth on is. You know, you know, that's amazing that you're saying that. It, it, that really is because it's something I've, 
I've often thought about because I've often have read reservations. I've been to many, 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 many churches, denominations, beliefs, quite a few, and and explored it for years because it's like, wait a minute, God, if there's over, you know, four thousand, whatever, how how do you know who's right? How do you how how can you do right if you don't know who's right? Who Mm. you know? And there's just so much and stuff, and it's like we get so overwhelmed, you know, with 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 that that. I don't know. I think it, it's easy a lot of times for people to forget that they need to do what you're practicing, and that is asking questions, mm-hmm. stopping and saying, wait, I have questions. I need to think. I, I, wait a minute. Stop. I'm not going to open my, my, my mouth. I need to open my, my book. I need to see what this means. I need to explore it. And that is such a rare rare gift that very few of us accept mm. it's available to us all but so mm. few accept and you have to in my view be at a certain point in your spirituality in your soul in, in, in who you are and how you are and 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 it's all about yeah spirit and 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 to get to each level and and I hate to use that term because it's as though I'm above you or below me. No, it's it's just a different level. It's, it's just, a, you know a different place. Yeah, you're you're you just know. walking. You know, you're at a different place walking with Jesus. You know, not everybody's exactly. at the same exact uh, uh, level. I, I hear what you're saying, but yeah, it's like just different paths and different mm-hmm. ways. You know, there's no you know, but but it's like people lose the ability or the, I don't know what, uh, to sit and think. And until you do, mm-hmm. you can't move on and you can't know the answers and you can't get the answers and that you are practicing and giving so much contemplation and thought, you know, when somebody belongs to God, because they're, they don't just say, well, I, I went to church on Sunday, so I'm not, I'm done now until next Sunday. And it's like, no, wait a minute. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest with you, what, well, of course, but to what you just were talking about is I, I've always had this reservation about religions. And I, I came recently to the conclusion that, you know, how all religions have their own tenets, they have their own beliefs, they have their own protocols, their own, you know, like the the Methodists say, you know, I believe in the Catholic, we believe in the Catholic Church, I and mean, they all are different. And it's like, wait a minute, I think people have lost sight of the fact that God gave us Ten Commandments. And the reason I, I reserve myself, it's like I was telling my neighbor, I can't go to your church. I don't believe in their tenets. I don't believe in mm-hmm. what y'all you know, profess to, to stand for. I don't believe in church. I believe in God and the Ten Commandments. He didn't say go to church. He didn't say, he, right. you know, go to your friends, go to your community. You know, right. churches have, uh, do actually divide us because each one is different. If you're not my religion, you're wrong. And yeah. they act, in my view, to divide us too often, too much. And I think that's not what the Bible was meant to do. These people aren't teaching. And then they all fall, and then they make terrible examples for the humans. They oh, go, look, he went on they're, uh, they're telling they're not teaching. Yeah, they're telling. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and to find a true preacher, teacher, you're so right. I mean, look at Jonathan Kahn. He is our modern day prophet. God talks through him, and it is an amazing, knee dropping. I'm going to send you a book. I huh. just ordered it. Um, he wrote the Harbinger. He went. He is our modern day prophet. He is a rabbi, 
and he is oh, a wait, Christian. I, I know that guy. Uh, What's his name? Yeah, we talked about him. I think before maybe, Jonathan... but I guess I go on YouTube, and he's he is he is our modern day prophet, and is all of his books have Ross? brought me to my knees. What's mm-hmm. his What's his last name? Con C A H N C A H N Jonathan Con and he has a church in New Jersey. He has a nonprofit. He has he has. I started watching him and paying attention to him years and years and years ago. He's one of the guys that he he went to New York to pray right before nine eleven about nine eleven and terrorist attacks. He and his his group and in man a picture that was snapped on that day, uh, which was also significant. He had lifted his shofar, the the bullhorn the um you know that they blow and and uh and in the picture the bullhorn the tip of it uh the shofar the tip of it is sitting right on the position of where the the uh, they say the plane hit the tower it's where the explosions occurred and they use the CGI but anyway and 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 I mean he went to Cuba he met with Castro uh that changed the entire country his books have all brought, brought me to my absolute knees and he's got a new book out called the uh, Joshua. Um, uh, where is it here? I just got it. It's the Joshua uh, Manifesto, and it's amazing. I mean, it has Trump in it, and how you know it, it, history is repeating itself, and it's all in the Bible, and it all is just amazing. And it's down to the date, the day, the time, and fifty years. Of course, the Jubilee as they talk in the Bible. And this guy pulls it together like no one could unless they have a direct connection to God. Yeah. He has brought me to my knees and taught me more. I don't go to a video of his online, and his his numbers have exploded yeah. in the last couple of years. 854,000 subscribers. Word important in the Bible, you no. may never have heard of oh, it. Yeah, when you read in oh, the yeah. scriptures, the, it says the songs or the Psalms of Ascent, it's the Psalms of Aliyah. When Messiah, when you read that Messiah Jesus, when he went to Jerusalem, it always will say that he went up to Jerusalem. Up. Why? Because in order to go to Jerusalem, Jerusalem's on the hills, on the mountains. So to get to Jerusalem, you have to go up no matter what. So it's called the upward journey, the ascent. Huh. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to try to dig some clips out for him there. Yeah, yeah, if you get a chance, watch any clips that say the Harbinger in it, or just you, type in Jonathan you know, Khan the Harbinger. I've been doing um, this uh, since I think February. I've done um, I think five different uh, Bible studies at the church, and I have to say that wow. you know Sundays, you know, we got a great pastor. Sundays are are always a good message. Lots of scripture which is, uh, cool. in, in, you know, has to happen. I mean, a lot of churches don't do very much scripture, but, uh, yeah, the, the, sure. um, like the amount of growth and learning that I've gotten from the Bible study groups with just yes. normal guys, you know, yes. uh, guys that have failed, you know, they're, they're still failing yeah. and we're still struggling, you know, having the discussions with these guys, the, the amount of kind of, uh, enlightenment and kind of the you know not really being pointed in the right direction but but uh confirming that i'm going in the right direction you know absolutely and they do send us those messages you know that you're doing the right thing because you always feel good when you do those things therefore you know they're sending you the message 
hey, when you're happy, you're in the right direction. And it's like, you know, their messages are so incredibly, incredibly simple. And and what's so complex about it is that it is so simple. And why can't we get it the first time around? But, you know, we we don't because we're human. We got to keep learning. But when we get those lessons, don't they just drop you to your knees? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they just keep you so hard. I, for some reason, the I think it's the interaction, too, that hits me harder than, say, just a sermon where you're being, like we were talking about, you're being taught or told something versus yeah. uh, the small group uh, discussions yeah. where you're, yeah. you know, you're able to go, hey, I don't understand that. You know, you can't do that really in church. And you bet. what I noticed, too, is one of the probably the you know, shout out to Corey, my, my old pastor, but he, during the lock, the COVID lockdowns and they shut down all the churches. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, within, geez, it was probably the first week after the churches all closed down. He's like, we're going to have church in my backyard. And so, Ah, and and dude, that I'm getting goosebumps right now. That, that was like such a, um, cause I was kind of new to churches at that point. You know, I'd probably only been kind of going maybe for a year or something off and on. And then when I Um, went to his backyard sermon and I mean, it was just magic, you know, being able to, to talk to him after and before. And anyway, I, I truly value the small group, uh, discussions with, uh, you know, Christian, Christian people that are, that are, uh, you know, willing to listen because a lot of times you know, the questions I have, they could almost sound kind of blasphemy. You know, you're kind of questioning the Bible. And and so it's very hard to get those, those questions answered for a lot of people. You know, you, you know, I'm fortunate enough to kind of speak my mind and and have the confidence to do that. But a lot of people don't, you know. No, they don't. And and you know what? I was telling God the other night, I said, you know, I, I, I just have to say that, you know, when I talk to you and ask you and and question you, you know, especially about, you know, what's happening with child trafficking and how Mm. it can be allowed and how, you know, it can go on it because it just makes me cry. It breaks me down so bad. And it's like, I can't imagine what they're going through. And it's like, how, you know, why? And, and you know, I was going on like on that vein and finally it's like, you know what, God, I'm not going to apologize for questioning and asking because the kind of God mm. that I have is the kind of God that sits you on his knee as the child that mm. we are yep. and says, let's talk about this. And so many people's God is, what are you saying? Are you blaspheming me? And mm-hmm. it's like, no, 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 no. You're thinking all wrong. You're thinking all mainstream. And the way that you're thinking is like participatory. And it yeah. is. And you're so right. You're so dead on about you don't people don't hit you over the best teacher in the world like one of these uh uh, uh, books says you know is it brings you to your own realization so that you have aha moments Mm. and 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 you don't sit there and get you know just pushed and pushed and pushed with somebody else's Mm -hmm. another (laughs) another big lesson i got this year and it's something i'd like to share with you know, the, the listeners and, uh, you know, to kind of encourage them, you know, if you're unsure, you know, where you're at with your walk with Jesus, you're, you're cause uh, when I started this year, 
you know, it was all about, I'm learning this, I'm new to this, you know, I'm figuring it out, you know, like there's no room for me to be a disciple maker in this situation. In my mind, at least I was like, well, I'm, I'm not there yet. And the, the, the message in one of the Bible studies, there's usually like five weeks was, uh, you know, God gave you the talents that you have right now and you're perfect to go out and spread the word right now. But like, don't, don't wait for, you know, when you think you're ready to go make disciples of people and talk about Jesus, just, you know, you're ready right now, just go. And, uh, that, that was a big one. Cause there's a lot of doubt in my mind of like, you know, you, you don't have any place to really say much about this, you know, you're learning and all that stuff, but, uh, it's very, very encouraging. That is such a huge step. That is such a huge understanding. I mean, truly it is enormous because until you understand, you know, each step like that and you, you can say, wait, you know, I get it. I get it. But let me say, when you said I I realized I wasn't there yet, I think what happens to most people, and it happens too often uh, and just way too many times with all religions, is they get to the point where they say, I'm there. I know the Bible. Oh, I can say it to you right and left, right. The the thing is, you say you're new to this. We should all have that newness at all times. I don't care if we've been studying the Bible for 100 years. If you can't find some new understanding, because Mm. we change. As we learn, as we read and explore, we grow, right? Yep. Yeah. And, I have, and you know, you, yep. I have different <laughs> mindsets than I did 10 years ago, like right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yesterday even, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah. like the more you, you get, I, you know, I keep saying, you know, God, I need more. I want more. Feed me, you know, feed me, leave me, guide me, you know, and come on, come on. And finally it's like, whoa, wait a minute. I need a breather, you know. Whoa. But I always say, you know, please do so gently because, you know, I'm <laughs> fragile. <laughs> yeah, right? you, 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 hit on, <laughs> you hit on something that, uh, you know, I wanted to bring up when we were talking about the revelation stuff that, you know, uh, and how there's a, a ton of Christians that, you know, they basically, they got it figured out, you know, they're in their, in their mind, they're going to heaven that it's guaranteed. And, uh, and I, that's the, and I always go back to my you know, my first verse that I ever learned and my favorite still to this day is the Matthew six thirty three, uh, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and then all oh. will be provided unto thee. And, uh, you know, I, I hone in Thank on you. that, uh, seek first part because that you don't find God, you don't find Jesus. You have to keep exactly. seeking, you have to keep keep trying to make yourself better, you know, keep trying to, uh, you know, push back the, you know, the impulses and the, the pleasure, you know, that seems to just, you know, drowned us in this culture. But that, um, that's a big one for me because I saw it play out with, uh, the Ukraine war with, uh, a, a guy I knew that, uh, you know, and I, I still love the guy and we, we talk sometimes, but we used to talk all the time about Christianity. And when I kind of was like, you know, I was basically like, you know, Ukraine is not going to ever win. You know, I was, I was basically telling him everything that the n- narrative was not telling him. And exactly, he, he quickly went to the, um, the part 
in the Bible where it talks about the the enemy from the north or whatever. The yeah. and it's and it's kind of referencing the Russia region apparently. And and yeah. he he brought that up that oh we have to do this because you know they could be the great enemy or whatever it says in the Bible. I can't remember <laughs> exactly what it said. But it was just very bizarre to me, you know, to to kind of to for for people to accept these worldly kind of you know vices and thoughts and uh and not uh you know bring it inside of you and kind of you know think about that uh battleground inside of you instead of an actual physical battleground on this world and that it's it was fascinating to me because it's it's been a couple different people I'm fortunate you know, the guys in my Bible study were very open and they're kind of varied in their views. So it was good to kind of talk to them about that. But there is this, this uh, mindset with a lot of Christians that they, they've got it figured out and they're saved, you know, and it's, it's, and that, that's, that could be true. I mean, I'm not saying that's not true, but that doesn't mean that you have, that you can just stop working at this point, you know, and stop seeking. Exactly. And at some point, inertia, you know, I was thinking the other day, and I've given it so much thought because, you know, they, they buried your dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he allowed them to use his church, and he also came and met, you know, Ted. And he, you know, he's a good guy. You know, he's a Methodist uh, preacher there, mm-hmm. and he's a good man, and he means well, and he shows up, and he does all the preacher things. And, and it's like I was thinking, you know, he, you know, he, you come in, hello, welcome, and, you know, let's prepare ourselves to hear God's word. and. You know, they have rituals, and these rituals are all so divisive. They're part of the division, and, and, and it's like, and then they ring the bell, and then they have a, a, a song, and then, you know, they read a little bit of Scripture, and then they have the a song, and then they, you know, read an, a, a little bit of the gospel, and then they, you know, uh, make announcements, and it's, thanks for coming, goodbye. And each time I have seen this in this one church where they, the, your dad uh, had his thing, was that the, the numbers, they're like, they're all in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, except for one couple and there's only perhaps 20 that that have been showing up and sometimes a lot less than that and they say that you know participation in churches is getting you know less and less and of course that's in the bible and and not only that but they you know it's it's foretold and just as in the old days and the book of revelation the whole bible talks about you know how you, you you know we will repeat we will lose our religion you know right becomes wrong wrong becomes right you know but then you know the thing that gives me courage and hope is that he uses bad or less than positive or less than right uh people uh you know he uses evil for good and I see it happening all the time today. I'm seeing things unravel. I'm seeing whistleblowers come out and I'm seeing guy, you know, and one comes out and it gives courage to another and another. And I'm, I'm seeing more of that, even though it's being deeply buried, I'm seeing it more and more. And, you know, it's like, wow. That's, yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind of the message I got from uh, the angels. I think was the, yeah, uh, the well, you know, absolutely. The, the dark is part of, the light, you know, like you're not going to be exactly. able to, you're not going to be able to prove yourself and your purity and your change of heart to Jesus. If there wasn't those temptations and those, uh, vo- you know, we called them voices earlier, but yeah. you know, these influences that, uh, without that test, how would you, you know, validate your, 
you know, your devotion at that point, you know, it'd be, exactly. you know, I guess God would still know your heart, you know, and all that, but you know, uh, that, that doesn't get to that seeking part, you know, that I keep talking about, you know, it's so, uh, but, uh, those profound experiences I consider, uh, not knowings, whatever they, they are profound and they are always in my view, uh, a message or in mm-hmm. response to, you know, I do stop and say, wait, what have I been praying most for? And how does this answer it? And it's always a, aha. I mean, and the more we see them and open to them and what he did and what happened with you was definitely, definitely a knock. I mean, I yeah. sense some things and sometimes, and you know it, you know it in your oh, very yeah. soul. I mean, it's a powerful thing. And I would encourage you and anybody, you know, else that experiences these, cherish them, write them down, hold on to them. Because in hard moments, hard, tough times, it's it's easy to lose sight of the gifts that were given like that Mm -hmm. and the messages and the good. And and I used to have a good book that I used to write this stuff in. And it's like, you know, I'd go back and go, God, I remember that. Oh, that was so powerful. Mm. It makes me want to. It makes me want to, um, I've read a little bit, <clears throat> but explore more into the book of Enoch and all that. Uh, cause it talks a lot about angels in there and, yeah. you know, the yeah. kind of pre, uh, I think it's pre Adam. Uh, I'm trying to think of who's yeah. in it, but, um, it, it, Sumerian. it's, uh, to me, I don't know. I, it's one thing I talked about with my, uh, my pastor a couple of weeks ago when after that happened was how churches in general, they don't really talk about angels. No, you they know, don't. They don't talk about much at all about yeah, no esoteric what they stuff. Should be talking about. Yeah. It's They're like, not like the disciples. They should be teaching like the disciples did. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, and we did talk, you know, he, he kind of mentioned how, you know, cause he's still, I think he's still pastor up, up in Washington, but uh, you know, how, you know, the, the churches, you know, we, you were talking about how they're, they're falling in their numbers as far as people showing up, you know, the churches yeah. have really became very vanilla, you know, they don't have, yeah. they don't push the Holy spirit very much. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, and uh, I don't know, I'd, you know, if you're not, um, if you're not coming out of a church on a Sunday and you're feeling either, uh, because I've came out of churches feeling not necessarily down, but just not like, uplifted. Yeah. I mean, just, and it's actually kind of a good feeling, you know, cause you're, it, 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 exactly. imp- it impacts you. Yeah. And versus just walking out going, yeah, I went to church. You know, if, if you're yeah, not, exactly. if you're not getting some sort of impact out of it, then yeah, it's, uh, you're going to the wrong minister and they're rare. The one, yeah. And they're rare. You're very fortunate. But I don't believe it's fortune. I believe it's destiny mm-hmm. because you're just blossoming. I see you and the, 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 the sensation, the, the word, you know, blinks, the, the, what I get is blossoming. Whoa. You know, it's like <laughs> all over the place. Blossoming, yeah. you know, popping out here. Popping out. Yeah. And it's a, it's a powerful feeling. It's a powerful good sensation that's how we know it's from them because it's so strong and powerful and light white light yeah man all right i think we're gonna wrap this up let me get uh Mm -hmm. it was a pleasure time Ah, it was an absolute absolute honor to spend this time with you super fun yeah super fun yeah it was 
Let's Thank go. you for the opportunity. Yeah, let's uh, let's do our normal uh, thing here. All right, then. All right, that uh, Goonies soundtrack means it's the end of this episode of Faithfully Curious, a.k.a. Good Times Culture Podcast. Uh, we uh, send out our, our love to everybody. And uh, like I said a couple times, you know, uh, blasting out the Holy Spirit worldwide for everybody to um, everybody to accept if they're if they're ready for that. And um, I want to thank uh, Tony Words and uh, Gail for kind of tagging along again here. It's pretty fun. We we didn't go quite as deep as last time, but that's probably a good thing. Uh, we we definitely we definitely went really deep on. Um, uh, the Bible and uh, faith and stuff, which is cool. That's usually what I'm looking They're for. Wild. Really good stuff. So uh, next week, if you guys want, uh, we I do have a gilded chat that you can get on and chat with me through the week. I have a telegram that you can do the same thing and uh, interact through the week. So if, if anybody would like to come on for a little bit and tell their angel story or, uh, or any kind yeah. of... Any kind That'd of yeah, any kind of Holy Spirit moving in you or anything like that, please uh, send a email over or shoot a, a message over on those two services. It'll all be in in the description in the podcast. So, uh, but yeah, um, until next time, guys, uh, we'll be praising God and exposing evil. Take it easy, Amen. No fear. Take it easy, Gail. You too. You too. Trying to make me